Welcome to the sermons and teachings from the Catalyst Fellowship with Ipai Michael. We hope the message you're about to listen to will edify you and cause you to experience exponential growth. And now, the message. See, there are different ways that people go into the new year. How many of you have seen that Indian movie, uh, Happy New Year? Nobody. It started by started with them watching fireworks started. That's not the title, I can't remember. Anyway, one popular one when I was still in Indian circle. Some of you are in the Korean circle now. Rhoda, I know. <laughs> I know you. Well, there are different ways and I, I mean, you could be with friends right now, eating. Right? That's one way people go into the new year. You could decide to watch fireworks. I think that's another popular way people go into the new year. You could go clubbing. That's another way people go into the new year. You know, these are things that I, I, I've come to realize, you know, are habits that people have every year as they prepare to get into the new year. You could as well be with family. You could as well be with family. You could as well be watching a New Year's greeting. My question is, what are you doing? Why are you here? Don't you guys have something better to do? Are you sure? Hey guys, why? <laughs> Don't you guys have something better to do? And that's why I'm asking, why are you here? Is it because your parents probably took you to church every 31st of December? And so now that you're alone, muscle memory, I just have to be in church. Why are you here? I want you to think to yourself, why am I here? Because majority of us live alone now. There's no mommy to tell you. You must go to church. Why are you here? Excuse me. You have an answer in your mind. Raise up your hand. <laughs> okay. If you don't, raise up your hand. Why are you? Honestly, why? For those streaming online, why are you here? You could be sleeping right now. It's 4 a.m. in Nigeria. Why are you here? Brother, why are you here? Why are you guys here? Amen. And the point is this, and that the point I'm trying to make is this. Many times, we are clueless on how best to get into a new year. We just spent almost 50 minutes praying. Why? Why? You know, my spiritual father will always say something. He would say, the new year does not necessarily mean a new you. What's the difference between today entering into tomorrow from yesterday entering into today? That's my question. What makes the 31st of December into the 1st of January any different from the 3rd of December into the 4th of December? How many of you have experienced any new year where you just slept and woke up the next day? What changed? Nothing. If we're being honest, what changed? How many of you have made New Year's resolutions before? That did not pass January. Was there a new you in the new year? Maybe a couple of days. Maybe third. But maybe the first week. Amen. So why are you here? You have to have a different reason. Something else must be propelling. You must have a different expectation than usual. 
Because you could just be here and you'll be no different from someone who is watching fireworks if you don't have an expectation. Please, are you listening to me? What is going to make this new year different for you rather? What is going to make it? I know I'm pausing here for a reason so you can think. So you can think about it. Hallelujah. Well, everything will continue to happen naturally as you have something of an advantage. Is I listening to me? Everything would happen what? Naturally. Unless you do things differently. Unless you have something of an advantage. Listen, in some denominations, this is called a watch night. In some, it is called crossover. What are we watching? You know, that's what I really want to know. How best can we join this meeting? What can you expect this meeting? Well, the most important thing for you to know is that we are believers and we serve a God who leads us by prophecy. What did I say? We serve a God who does what? Who leads us by prophecy. And because we serve that kind of God, we have an advantage. What did I say? We have an advantage. Open your Bibles with me, everybody. Joshua chapter 21 and verse 25. We're going to read 25. We're going to read 43. And we're going to read 45. Or you know what? Let's just read 21 verse 43 to 45. Are you all with me? All right. You know how we do it. We read together, right? Joshua chapter 21 and verse 43. Are you ready? You're not ready. Are you ready? All right. Let's read together. One, two, go. So the Lord gave to Israel. And they took possession of it and dwelt in it. Next verse. The Lord gave them rest all around according to all he had sworn to their fathers. And not a man of all their enemies stood against them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. Verse 45, read together, I want to go. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. Glory! He says, not one word failed. Of everything that God spoke to the house of Israel. How many of you have received prophecies for 2024? Well, even if you've not, you can receive. And he says, not one word failed of all the good things which the Lord has spoken to the house of Israel. Well, this is a different way to get into the new year. That you can have things spoken about you and expect them to happen to you in the new year. Please, are you listening to me? You don't have to go unguided. You don't have to go misguided. I remember one year I was getting... All I could feel was void. Nothing different. Nothing special. It was just empty. It was just empty. I had no prospects for the future. I had no foresight for the future. I was just ready to receive things as they come. Well, if that's you today, it can be different. Do you believe? I... Do you believe? It can be different. Oh, it can be. Why? It can be different. Because you serve a God who has a track record of saying what he wants to do before he does it. You serve a God who has a track record of keeping every word he speaks over your life. Are you listening to me? 
That's the difference between you and those in the world. That's why you're not watching fireworks right now. Because you can go into the year different. You can prepare. You can have foresight. You can have insights. You can have advantage. You can enter the year from a vantage point. And that's why this meeting is called Vantage. Because Vantage is not just about height. Vantage can be about sight. I did preach, Abby. Sorry. I, I don't want to rhyme. It just, just happened. Sorry. Amen. You know, there's a Yoruba adage that says, the meaning of it in English is that what an adult see sitting down, a child cannot see even if he climbs a chair. So now, is that about height? Well, what vantage does the adult have experience? Are, are you seeing what I'm saying? So vantage is not just about height. It's not just about sight. It is anything that puts you in a better position. Please, are you listening to me? And meetings like this, prophecy, prophetic meetings, prophetic gatherings like this, is a vantage point for you. Because it puts you in a better position entering into the year. Please, are you following me? Not a war shall fail of all the word that the Lord has spoken to you. Can you say that about yourself? Not a word shall fail of any good thing which the Lord has spoken to me. All shall come to pass. Not a word shall fail of any good thing which the Lord has spoken to me. All shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Every word you receive that the Christ life comes None shall fail. Every word you received as you prepared for this new year, none shall fall to the ground. Do you believe that? Can, can you just pray that one minute? Even if you've not heard anything, can you just pray that, Lord, all I hope for and I've prayed about, can I see it in this new year, Lord God? Not one word of all the words you've spoken to me shall fall to the ground. Not one word shall fall to the ground. It shall all come to pass. Pray right now. It shall all come to pass. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I hope you're praying this in your spirit. Hallelujah. Do you believe? Doesn't matter how last year was. It doesn't matter how you went into the one before. You can enter this year with vantage. You enter prepare in the name of Jesus. Oh yes. I see people stepping favor as a boost for you. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, it's vantage. It's vantage. That's what I'm seeing. It's vantage. You just you just step step in a favor. Step on. It's like a stairs I see. You just step on it and it boosts you. In the name of Jesus. I, you know the words God told me, guys. They are pushing very fast to come out. <laughs> I wanted to leave it to the end, but it's pushing me. Let me say one. I should let it out. <laughs> People know I don't used to say by no yeah. God told me that for individual 
in the Catholic Church. It's going to be a year of establishment. Listen, people will see you by the middle of this year and say, "Ah, have you been in Canada seven years? Are you listening to me? So shall it be in the name of Jesus. Salabanwari atakapai. Hi, thank you, Jesus. Let's close. Let's close it. <laughs> thank you, Holy Ghost. Uh, it was just in my spirit. Establishment. Establishment. Est- no, my mother-in-law would always say something when she sees me. See, I think she called me just before I traveled back. She was like, ah, I've been watching your video. Everybody's saying they are seeing you everywhere. They are joining your meeting. She said, and that Canada, there's somebody who always tells her that why does it look like Michael has been in Canada for more than he has been in? It's like he looks like he has taken that city. <laughs> you know my life, Abi. Comforting. And it's because of God. I can tell you, it's not because of anything I did. Some of you that came and thought I came longer. Now, last year, last year, and we've planted a church. Do you hear it anyway? Be replicated in your life. Do you believe? And so shall it be in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So welcome to Vantage. Are you ready? Ah. You know, I'm just doing that to prepare you. Glory to God. Personal service of the Catholic Church. So we're going to call it Vantage moving forward. Amen. So this is Vantage 2023 into 2024. Amen. So why Vantage? Number one, we serve a God who guides his own by prophecy. What did I say? I hope you're writing. Why vantage? Well, because we serve a God who guides his own by prophecy. There is such a thing as prophetic leadership. Listen to me carefully. Ah, in 2021 December, I was in a camp meeting and someone walked up to me and he said, the Lord said I should tell you that 2022, you're going to experience prophetic leadership. Supernatural leadership. That was the first time I was hearing that word like that. I went to study. What does this mean? What does prophetic leadership mean? Hallelujah. Please, are you listening to me? I went to study. It made me aware of the concept. I studied it. What is prophetic leadership? What is supernatural leadership? And I realized that is the way that God leads his people through prophecies. It's the way God tells his people the things that would happen to them even before it happens. Listen, since that year in my life, I've always known what is going to happen to me six months before. Please, are you listening to me? Even years before. And this is not a boast. This is to the glory of God. Are you listening to me? So I studied it. What is this? I realized that we serve a God who has a track record of saying what he wants to do before he does it. All true scriptures, everything God wanted to do, spoke about it. Then I started to study and I saw the revelation of what the word of God is. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God what? Said. That's the word of God. He says, and 
God said, let there be light. And there was what? Please, are you following me? Verse 4, it says, and God saw that the light was good. And he divided the light from darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness night. He called, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. When God wanted to create the world, what came first? The word. The Bible never detailed how creation happened. He only said God spoke his word. He said, let there be light. And power followed it. Are you listening to me? He spoke and everything that needed to happen for light to appear happened. Are you listening to me? He spoke. If you read down, he says, let this be this. Let this be this. Let this be this. He spoke his word. Oh, no wonder when you go to John chapter 1 verse 1. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Listen, theologically, you cannot separate God and his word. Are you listening to me? The word here is the logos of God. The thought and the expression of God. When God wills a thing, the power follows it. Are you listening to me? Oh, no wonder. His word became flesh and tabernacled with us. So God wanted to save us. Well, his, his logos became flesh and died for our sins. Are you seeing what I'm saying? The word goes forth to achieve God's will. Power follows the word. The word is God. God is not different from his word. God is not far from his word. And so when he speaks a word, <laughs> would be. Because that word is backed up by his integrity. Please, are you listening to me? The word is what? Backed up by his integrity. This is important. So we cannot take God's word lightly. I, never. Are you following? We cannot what? We cannot. God has a track record <laughs> of saying what he wants to do before he does it. This is prophetic leadership that God can lead you with his word. Can direct you. In Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 1. The Bible says, and the words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priests who were in Anathoth, in the land of Benjamin, verse 2, to whom the word of the Lord came. So, what came to him? The word of the Lord. In the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, the king of Judah, in the 13th year of his reign, verse 3. It came also in the days of Jeroakim, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, until the end of the 11th year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, until the carried away of Jerusalem captive, in the fifth month. Verse 4. Can you read together? Everybody want to go? Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Verse 6. Then I said, Ah! See, like a Yoruba guy. Ah! God is saying he knew him before he was born. Listen, I want to tell you something. Some of you joke with certain things that your Christian parents told you when you were young. They probably told you that there was a prophecy over your life. And this must even help you who plans to bring kids into this world. God can tell you about them before they are born. You missed something there. Can you hear me? I know friends who their parents God's plan for their life. God had told them. So they, they didn't force them. They only guided them. Are you listening to me? I'm giving you examples here. And it can happen for you. And your kids. 
Oh, you can start praying for them. Because this is the God you serve. He says, I knew you before you were born. Before you were formed. He says, I ordained you. Oh, <laughs> please, are you following? Verse 6, he says, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I'm a youth. Verse 7, one to go. Do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do you see that? The word of the Lord came to him. And then God started to speak over him. Now, I want to show you something in the rest of this text. Where do we stop? Verse 7. Alright. Read verse 8. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Next verse. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in you. Next verse. See, I have this day set you over the nations to the root, to root out rather, and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build. Next verse. Moreover, the word of the Lord, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Next verse. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I'm ready. Are you listening to me? God spoke a word over his life. And God said, see, I am ready to perform my word. No word that the Lord speaks will fall to the ground. Are you listening to me? He says, I'm ready to perform my word. Next verse. And the word of the Lord came to me the second time saying, what do you see? And I said, I see a boiling pot and it is facing away. Listen, someone, you're going to have supernatural sights by the Spirit in this new year. In the mighty name of Jesus. I see dormant gifts being awakened. In the name of Jesus. Once you walked with the Lord and it paused for a while, but now your sensitivity is sharpened. In the name of Jesus. Next verse, verse 14. He says, then the Lord said to me, out of the north, calamity shall break forth on all the inhabitants of, inhabitants of the land. Next verse. For behold, I am calling all the families of the kingdom of the north, says the Lord. They shall come and each one set his throne at the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem against all its wall all around and against all the cities of Judah. Verse 17. Therefore, prepare yourself and arrive. And speak to them that I command you. Do not be dismayed before their faces. Lest what is happening, God is fulfilling his word in Jeremiah's life. Are you listening to me? Next verse. For behold, I have made you this day a fortified an iron pillar and bronze wall against the whole land, against the kings of Judah against its princes, against its priests, and against the people of the land. Next verse. For I am with you, says the Lord. This is why crossover is vantage. Because every word that the Lord speaks over your life, he is ready to fulfill. He says, before you were born, I ordained you. I knew you. Listen, before you step into 2024, God has plans for you. Guess what? No matter what God has said about Jeremiah, if Jeremiah did not align, it will not happen. Please, are you listening to me? It will not happen. So I said, why vantage? It's because you serve a God who guides by prophecy. Did you hear what I said? 
You serve a God who leads by prophecy. You know, it's fascinating when you read the Old Testament. You know that the Old Testament is not just, it's a prophetic book. It is the proof that you serve a God that leads by prophecy. Do you know that if you take the books of the Old Testament and you take out all the prophecies, you can write the New Testament. Think about that. I've taught you before that the Old Testament is the New Testament what? Concealed. New Testament is the Old Testament what? Revealed. I've taught you before that the things we see in the New Testament find their origin where? And the revelation in the... The things concealed in the Old Testament find their revelation where? In the New Testament. Give you some examples. Genesis 28 verse 14. You see, Old Testament is so detailed about the prophecies of, of Jesus that many impostors came before Jesus claiming to be the Christ and by prophecies they could disprove them. And the way that they confirm Jesus as the Christ is also by the same prophecy. Please, are you following me? I will show you some examples. Genesis chapter 28 verse 14. Can you read with me everybody want to go? All your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and to the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth to be what? Who was this spoken to? Abraham. About who? About his seed. It simply says, in you and in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be what? Luke 3, 3. Alright, are we ready everybody? Alright, read together, what to go? Now Jesus himself began his ministry at about 30 years of age, being as was supposed, the son of who? The son of who? Now, let's go to verse 34. Read together, want to go? What does this mean? That prophecy that was given to Abraham and followed through in Jacob was fulfilled in who? Jesus. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So God already told them how they would discover the Messiah. He showed them the lineage. What I'm trying to show you is that God by prophecy. Pinpoint accurate prophecy. I'll show you another one. Genesis chapter 49 verse 10. You know, when you read in the Bible sometimes, you don't believe these things until someone shows you that God leads by prophecy. Let's go on. Genesis chapter 49 verse 10. Let's read together. I want to go. Until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be what? So, the scepter will not depart from who? Judah. That is the kingship will come in whose name? Judah. Luke chapter 3 verse 33. Are you following me? Are you learning something? Okay. Let's read together. I want to go. Whose lineage is this? Jesus. The son of... Eh? <laughs> the son of who? The son of... The son of... The son of... The son of... So Jesus is from what? So the Messiah is from the line of... Is that prophecy fulfilled? That the scepter will not depart from... Please, are you following? Second Samuel seven twelve. I like to prove beyond what? Reasonable doubt. 2 Samuel 7, 12. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, yes, God can lead us. Alright, are we ready? I'm going to read 12 to 14. One to go. When your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you who will come from your body and I will establish his kingdom. Next verse. He shall build a house for my name. I will be his father and he shall be my son. If he commits iniquity... I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the blows of the sons of men. Now, what is this prophecy about? Well, 
is telling David that of his offspring is going to have somebody who will build an eternal kingdom. And God will be the father of that child. And the child will be his son. Amen. Now they were expecting this prophecy. Matthew chapter 1 verse 1. Matthew chapter 1 verse 1. Can we read together? One, two, go. So, if Jesus had come and claimed to be the Christ and he was not from the line of David, would he have been the true Christ? Is that you get what I'm saying? The Bible was so specific to prophesy the lineage that the Savior will come from. He prophesied he will be from the line of Judah. He prophesied that he will be from the line of Jacob, Abraham. He prophesied that he will also be the son of David. So are you seeing what I'm saying? Am I wasting your time or is this making sense? Am I wasting your time? Making sense? Okay. And as you read this, don't just think to yourself, oh, um, this was what God did about Jesus. Think about what prophecy can achieve in your life. Are you listening to me? If God was so specific, listen, prophecies were so specific that even Herod, when he was looking for Jesus to kill Jesus, he asked them about prophecy. He said, where is the Messiah supposed to, born, to be born? He said, Bethlehem of Judah. They now, they read Micah to him. So even a pagan king trusted prophecy. How much more you? Hear what I said. Even a pagan king did what? How much more you? It was so sh- See, they wanted to kill Jesus. And the man went to ask, hey, was it prophesied that he was born? Listen to me. And he traced it. And did he find Jesus there or not? Think about your life. What can prophecy achieve in your life? Please, are you listening to me? What can prophecy achieve? I have many texts as well. There is proof that he will start his ministry in Galilee. There's proof about everything. By prophecy, we serve a God that leads by prophecy. We serve a God that leads by... Can you say it? Can you say it again? The second reason why it's vantage is because prophetic leadership is an advantage. What did I say? You know why I'm teaching you this. So. Prophetic leadership is what? It's an advantage. The Bible tells us about Joseph. The Lord gave him a dream about what will happen to him. His brother sold him. I, please, are you following this story? His brother sold him. Everything seemed to work against him. But for the fact that God has said it, that all these shoots will bow down to the one, no matter what they did, for the fact that the Lord had spoken that word, did it happen? I'm telling you that there's nothing that anyone can do as long as the Lord has said something about your life, it will come to pass. Do you believe It's an advantage. When you enter into a new year with vantage, well, it changes for your devotion. When you enter a new year with vantage, your ministry changes. When you enter a new year with vantage, your spiritual growth changes. Are you listening to me? You experience a walk with God like never before. God has spoken a word. You know what is going to happen. Prophetic leadership is an advantage. Are you listening to me? 
Prophetic leadership is what? What can happen in your life in 12 months with disadvantage? With knowing what to do, when to do it, how to do it, who to do it with. What can happen in your life in 12 months if you go into this new year following God's instructions for your life? If you go into this new year with these words of prophecy that will come out today. A woman gave very little money to the treasury and Jesus was there. And Jesus, listen, by sight you might think she gave a little. But Jesus said that all that this widow has, has, has she has given and she gave the greatest. Are you, are you listening to me? In your own position of vantage, you might think she gave small. But by simple faith, she gave more. <laughs> I, it's come from not disturbing. Listen, what can this advantage do for you? When you go into a new year with prophetic leadership, with a different type of sight, not considering the world ordinarily, but considering it the way God will have you see it. Are you listening to me? What can happen in 12 months? You know, the Lord said to tell the both of you that one of you did not let go. So he said, let go and let him. He said, let go and let him. He said, he said one of you found it so hard to let go. And that's why it was bumping. You know, I was praying and God just told me, he said, tell them, let go. Let everything Amen. Listen, your perspective has to change as you it's vantage. When you see things ordinarily, you will be stuck. But when you see things from a vantage point, your life will change forever. That's why, even though that woman gave a little, Christ said she gave much more. Are you listening to me? When you go differently, you work at an advantage. You walk at, at, at an advantage. Are you listening to me? You walk at an advantage. When you go with prophecy, that no matter what happens to me, Christ has said this about me. God has said this about me. This is my reality. Even if I'm sold to slavery, even if, ah, God has said it is to happen. And so no matter how long it takes for me to become the Pharaoh or the prime minister, as long as God has said it, I will trust and it will happen. That's vantage. That's a different point of view. No, we no man after the flesh. No, we no man after the flesh. No, we no man after the flesh. Don't descend relationships ordinarily. Don't descend people ordinarily. Don't descend life ordinarily. No, we no man after the flesh. That's vantage. Your advantage in 2024 would be that your perspective has changed. Are you listening to me? It will be that what? Your perspective has changed. A prophet came into a woman and asked her, give me food. She had nothing. All she had was oil and fire. Alas. But what did she do? She started to make food for him. And guess what? As she started to make it, the oil never finished. The flour never finished. You might think she's poor, but simple faith has made her rich. Are you listening to me? Advantage point is this. A prophet has asked, it is the greatest privilege of my life to give. I might not have enough, 
But if I give to this man, God is more than able to supply my need. That is vantage. Hey, are you listening to me? Rehab is a, it's called a harlot in the Bible. But the difference between you and her is vantage. She saw spies from Israel. That simple thing made her name recorded as a hero of faith. That's vantage. Are you learning something? That is vantage. Elijah was praying for rain to come back. He told the boy, go out, go and check. The boy said, I don't see any cloud. He told him six times. Then the boy said, I saw cloud as loud as a feast. He said, go and tell them, I hear the sound of mighty rain. That's vantage. What do you see? What do you hear? Some of you might be waiting to see a big cloud. He saw cloud as large as a fist. He said, I hear the sound of abundant rain. That's vantage. Are you listening to me? That is what? Vantage. Simple faith. Simple obedience. Simple trust in God. That is vantage. That is vantage. Let your perspective change. That is vantage. Simple devotion. That 30 minutes in the morning that you were skipping before, just giving it every morning. That's vantage. Because you know that what prayer does in you is greater than what it does for you. Are you listening to me? That's vantage. That people look at you and say, why is your own too much with this God? And you say, you can't understand. I don't perceive things the way you do. I perceive things differently. That's vantage. You want things to be different for you in this new year. Get to this point of vantage. The things of God will no longer be dutiful to you. They will be delightful to you. That's vantage. Where it might look like a lot of work. But I know that I'm doing it for the one who has called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. So I do it. That's vantage. Please, are you listening to me? That's vantage. You ask me why you've heard prophetic words many years and it has not achieved anything. It's because you did not understand vantage. If you walk with vantage in a new year, you will do all God has asked you to do. It doesn't matter as long as the word of the Lord has said it. And I know that the integrity of that word is the integrity of God. That's vantage. Amen. It doesn't matter if everything God told you in the middle of last year has not happened. It is vantage to believe that I serve a God who backs up his word. Are you listening to me? Who backs up his word? Listen, as we near the beginning of this new year, I want you to look into the new year with a different perspective. What is possible in 12 months with this vantage, with this point of view that I have? What is What can God do with my life with this vantage? That the life I live is no longer my own but for Christ who died for me and rose again. That's vantage. Vantage is not about the, the, the amount of, of things we possess. It's not about money. Please, are you listening to me? It's not about money. It's not, it is that God will do everything and our needs will be taken care of at the side. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. Amen? But the, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's vantage. Amen. By, because of vantage, you saw in the name of Jesus. God will favor you because he's committed to the integrity of his word over your life. 
Are you listening to me? That is vantage. First Samuel chapter 4 and verse 1. As I begin to bring you God's word for 2024. When yeah, I'll just greet you up in here. I continue. <laughs> they will redress after. First Samuel chapter 4, verse 1. Everything I've said is to bring you here. It's not introduction, no, sorry. <laughs> Before I say pastor, what's going on? It's to bring you here. This be your advantage 2024. And just to announce some of you, the Lord told us as a community that 2024 be the beginning of revival. God is going to call many of you to radical ministry. <laughs> some of you know, you've probably heard it. Who has said something like that before? Not the exact word. The Lord has hinted you. Okay, one. The rest of you don't want to answer. You don't want to heed the call of God. Sorry. When we start 1,000 souls with so much, you will enter radical. When we go and preach to homeless people in downtown. So either you like it or not, as long as you are in this ministry, you are heed that call. Are you listening to me? It's the beginning of revival. Those online will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Five hours. Cities, thank you, Lord. Yes, heavy in the name of Jesus. Heavy, ah, yes, heavy. Two crusades, Ibadan, Abeokuta, Atabaluata. All these Canada people, you don't know <laughs> who, who, who do two meetings in Ontario or three. Kitchener, we are coming, Toronto, we are coming. So as you are saying amen, be ready for the work. <laughs> amen. Let's read together. Want to go? Now Israel went out to battle against the Philistines and encamped beside Ebenezer. Listen, how many of you followed of you have? This would be the final culmination of everything I taught you. And why they know they miss camp? Now, Let's read together. And the word of the Lord came to Sam, came the word of Samuel came to all of Israel. <coughs> Gone against the Philistine and encamped beside. And the Philistines encamped in Aphek. Next verse. Uh-huh. Verse 3. Into the camp. The elders of Israel said, Why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistine? Let us bring the ark of covenant of the Lord from Shiloh to us. That when it is come among us, it may save us. So wait, they were defeated. What did they decide to do? Why? They believe that the presence of God is an advantage. Are, are you listening to me? They believe that what? Next verse. So the people sent to Shiloh that they might bring the, from there the ark of the covenant of the Lord of hosts who dwells between the cherubim. And the two sons of Eli, Ophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of Covenant of God. And when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted so loudly that what? That the earth what? Now, please pay attention. Don't get distracted, everybody. Why were they excited? It's powerful. Why did they scream? Let's read again. I want to go. Why did they shout? Because of the ark, because of their trust in the ark. Hi. Stop me. 
heaven. There is something about the presence of God that gives the people assurance and confidence. That's why David can stand before Goliath and say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? It's not because David trusted his strength or his size. Even though he was killed, it was not about that. I get back. That's the point. I serve a God who will back me up. All that matters is that I'm circumcised. I belong to the Lord. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? So, the presence of the Lord came and they rejoiced. They screamed. Can you think that way about your partnership with the Holy Ghost? Are you listening to me? What they had was the Ark of Covenant. But God now dwells in you. Are you listening to me? Can you be so sure about your backing in God because God lives in you? Please, are you listening to me? How potent is the Holy Ghost inside of you? I did an explanation about this in camp, so I'm not here to do it again. To prove to you that God lives in you and His presence lives in you. How potent is that? How potent? How potent is that? Because are you following? What can partnership with the Holy Ghost do for you in 2024? I can do all things. I can do all things. What can partnership with the Holy Ghost do? You've, you've gone about it with your ability. You fought the battle in your own power. What can partnership with the Holy Ghost achieve for you in 2024? You've attempted your devotion alone. What can partnership with the Holy Ghost do? You've tried to live your life alone. What can partnership with the Holy Ghost do? Every assignment God has given you, you've tried it on your own. What can partnership with the Holy Ghost do? Please, are you following me? Let's read verse six now when the philistines heard the noise of the shout they said what does the sound of this great shout in the camp of the Romain? next verse so listen even your enemies are scared of the power that is at work in you but you don't know please are you following me I'm, this is vantage this is vantage what's that what's that thing you are scared about in 2024 what's that thing was that assignment that looks too big? Even the assignment knows the capacity comes with what you carry. I, I'm telling you. I'm not telling you something I've not seen and practiced. I'm telling you something that I've seen and practiced. I learned about the presence of God. Put it to practice. When I step into the place, I step in with, with something that is the real and was shadowed by the Ark of Covenant. Are you with me? I'm coming with something as potent as that. You, you, listen, you, you have to know what you carry. You have to know what you carry. What are you scared of? I walk that way. I walk confident. What is that thing I'm applying for? I walk in with the Ark of Covenant. Literally. I walk in with it. What is that assignment? Why am I scared? 
is where boldness comes in because you know what you carry. You know what you carry. Some of you are scared of evangelism. You don't know what you carry. I will call your case. <laughs> you have to know what you carry. Listen, some of you, some of you will shake certain people and demons will check out of them. Some of you are laughing. Believe. Demons will check out. What can you do with the presence? What can you do with partnership with the Holy Ghost? You are growing. Some of you will disciple others. Uh, you are looking at yourself like I'm too small. You are sound like Jeremiah. Ah, ah, I'm a youth. Don't call yourself a youth. Are you listening? Oh, see signs and wonders through your hand. In the name of Jesus, by the presence of God. That, that's the word. That's what the Lord is telling me to tell you. As you are trained here, you are trained for ministry. It's, we are, we are not what are we? We are not raising babies here. We are raising mighty men, enlisting you into the army of God to be saved, discipled, and deployed. The Lord told us you will experience exponential growth, and it's because He wants us to take wings up. So more. Your friends will be disciples. They will catch fire on your account. And th- this is prophetic. I'm not, I'm not praising you or encouraging you. It is not TED talk. It's not pep talk. It's, this is prophetic word I'm, I'm putting in your spirit. We invite them. Disciple them. They will have questions. You would answer those questions. Every doubt they have had would answer. In the name of Jesus. And when they have problems, they will know who to run to. Because once you pray about it, to be solved. You will give them words of knowledge, words of wisdom. Do this, do this, do this, your life will change. They will do it and say, ah, 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 it happened. I'm coming to, ah, are you listening to me? You have to be, con- this is vantage. You have to be conscious. This is how we will take the world. Amen? With the word and power. What did I say? With the word and power. The signs are to point to the message of Jesus. Are you listening to me? So with the word and power. Hallelujah. 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 Just continue my teaching. The work and partnership with the presence do. Hallelujah. You don't want to enter us. <laughs> 12 o'clock. Ah. Amen. Okay, I'll continue. <laughs> I want to paint in your spirit a picture of partnership. A picture of partnership with God. A picture of partnership with the presence of God. Can we read on? Where did we stop? Verse what? Happy New Year! Glory! Alright, let's finish our teaching. <laughs> Alright, let's read together verse 8. One to go, one to us. Who will deliver us from the hand of this mighty God? These are the God. Hey! With what? Listen, the reason why the Philistines were scared was because they have had, they've heard of the reputation of the God of Israel. The God that dealt with the Egyptians. The God that caused the plagues. They even call him gods. <laughs> they probably do not believe only one can do it. And then the Bible tells us it was just the finger of God. Are you listening to me? They are the head of his, his reputation. Now, let's hear the funny part of the story. Next verse. Verse 9. Be strong and conduct yourself like men, you Philistines. 
that you do not become servants of the Hebrews as they have been to you. Conduct yourself like men and fight. Next verse. So the Philistines fought and Israel was what? Israel was what? This is one of the biggest lessons you will learn. You can carry the Ark of Covenant. And if your heart is not right and you are not bold and brave, is are you listening? And every man did what? Fled to his tent. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 5 verse 4 to 9. Backstory, I'll tell you what happened because of time. Well, they captured the Ark of Covenant. And then they took it to their hometown. <laughs> we are looking for trouble. Amen? Let's read together. One to go. Who is Dagon? Their God. They put the Ark of Covenant in the home. Remember Daniel? When they captured the things of your God, they put it in the house of their gods. We did that last year, right? Now they put the Ark of Covenant in the house of their God. Now, it says, There was Dagon falling what? Ark of the Lord. The head of Dagon on the threshold. Only Dagon's what? You picked the wrong God to bring it to your home. Amen. Verse 5. Therefore, neither the priest of Dagon nor any who come to, into Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon in Ashod till this day. Verse 6. But the hand of the Lord was heavy on the people of Ashod and he ravaged them and struck them with tumult, both Ashod and his territory. Verse 7. And when the men of Ashod saw how it was, they said, the ark of God of Israel must not remain with us, for his hand is harsh towards us and towards <laughs> Dagon our God. Amen? Let's go to verse 10. Therefore, they sent the ark of God to Ekron. So it was, as the ark of God came to Ekron, the Ekronites cried out and said, they brought back the ark of God of Israel to us to kill us and our people. Don't even know. Anyways, but go on. Send away the ark of the God of Israel and let it go back to its own place so that it does not kill us and our people. For there was a deadly destruction throughout the city. The hand of God was heavy there. First Samuel 7, 3. I want to skip. So we'll go to the end and I can make my point. First Samuel 7, 3. Are you all there? Want to go? All the house of Israel saying, If you return to the Lord with all your heart and put away the foreign God and the Ashtoreths from amongst you, and prepare your hearts for the Lord and serve him only. He will deliver you. So why were they defeated the first time? Because their hearts were not with God. Are you listening to me? Are you learning something? Alright. Verse, um, verse what did we read? Three. Okay, verse four now. One to go. Put away the Baal and the Ashtoreth and serve the Lord only. And Samuel said, gather all Israel to Mizpah and I would pray to the Lord for you. Verse 6. So they gathered together at Mizpah, drew water, and poured it out before the Lord, and fasted that day, and said, We have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the children of Israel at Mizpah. Verse 7. Now when the Philistine heard that the children of Israel had gathered together at Mizpah, the Lord of the Philistine went against the children of Israel. And when the children of Israel heard of it, they were afraid of the Philistine. Verse 8. So the children of Israel said to Samuel, do not cease to cry out to the Lord for us that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. Verse 9, everybody wants to go? Next verse. The Philistines drew near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a loud thunder upon the Philistines that day and so confused them that they were overcome. Glory. Glory! Next verse. Verse 12. And called his name Ebenezer. 
saying, Thus far the Lord has what? Helped us. Ebenezer is Ebenezer. Rock of help. What does it mean? He set up stones to mark the remembrance that God is a helper. Are you listening to me? This was common all through their time. In Bethel, Jacob set up stones to mark the remembrance of what had happened. Are you listening to me? Now, he set it up and said, God has helped us. We will never forget that God is our helper. This was Old Testament custom. But you don't need stones to remember. Are you listening to me? You don't need stones. Because the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1, it says after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, you were sealed with the Holy Ghost. You received the Holy Ghost. Do you need a stone to remember that God is your helper? You've got the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? So Ebenezer, your rock of help is God. And not only will you remember the God that saved you before, you will remember that God can save you again. That God can help you again. Please, are you listening to me? What can partnership with God achieve? 2024. Are you following me? Ebenezer is your remembrance that you have help from God. Ebenezer is your remembrance that when you turn left and right, God is there. Thus far has God helped us. And even much more will God help us. Please, are you following? It's your guarantee. It's your seal. That's the Holy Ghost. Seal of what? Authority. Seal of backing. Seal of eternal life. So, I'm going to do this very quickly. How is God going to help you by his spirit in 2024? Number one, God wants to assure you of your place with him by his spirit. What did I say? Pay attention here now. God wants to what? Of what? Are you all following me? God wants to what? What does that mean? Now is not. For them who are in Christ Jesus. To them who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the laws of life in Christ Jesus have set you free from sin and death. So the first thing that is going to happen in 2024 is that every one of us and everyone connected to us will be assured of our salvation by his spirit. Because I have the Holy Ghost, I'm not scared of missing heaven. Because the Holy Ghost is my assurance of eternal life. The Bible says if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me, that same spirit will quicken my mortal bodies. So what does it mean that we have the Holy Ghost as help? It means that we are assured. We will have many teachings that would assure you of your salvation. The gospel of Jesus will be the most published message because of us in this city. In the name of Jesus. We have strength to print it in the media. We have strength to go out and talk. Listen, you yourself will be assured. And on your account, many more will be assured. By the Spirit. If anybody wants to doubt anybody's salvation, as long as you have the Holy Ghost, there's no doubt. Are you with me? The Holy Ghost is your guarantee. The Bible calls it the earnest of your inheritance. The down payment of your inheritance. 
So nobody will be scared of drowning if he has a life jacket. Nobody will be scared of dying if he has a parachute. But the Holy Ghost is beyond that. He's a jetpack. Are you listening to me? He's a jetpack. When it's time to check out of this earth because of the Holy Ghost, you fly. Amen? It's not heaven at last for the believer. Heaven at first. Are you listening to me? Because the moment you have the Holy Ghost is, is sure. You've had a taste of heaven. Heaven is where God is. And God lives in you by spirit. The only limitation is this earthly body. So the first thing God wants to do as your help is he wants to assure you of your salvation. Please, are you listening to me? He wants to assure you by the spirit there will be a revival of the souls of men. That's what God wants to do. God wants to make a savior of men out of you. Are you listening to me? God has an agenda and he wants you in that plan. He's backing up that plan by his spirit. Don't, please don't forget. It will come in many burdens in your heart. Don't let them go. Don't I? Don't, I remember a man of God. He has a church very big doing well. But I will still see him and videos of him in the middle of the road in Yanopaja with a speaker preaching. Do you think you ever get too big to preach the gospel? Can we, can we just leave this branding and remember the gospel we received? This same gospel. I said it in the Lagos camp. I said this same gospel. This same gospel that we help people like Joseph Ayobabalola preach. This same gospel that we help people like Lester Sumra preach. This same gospel that we help people like Catherine Kuman preach. Do you know that the Azusa Street Revival happened in North America? It happened in Los Angeles. What has Los Angeles become today? You are a catalyst of the move of God. As long as you belong to this ministry, you are awakened to the call of God in your life like never before. 2024, respond to that call. That's what the Spirit of God is going to do in your life. You don't have to be doing pulpit ministry to do ministry. There's a call of God on your life. Are you listening to me? This year, at least five souls must be saved on your account. Are you listening to me? Don't just say amen. Believe it in your heart. Be ready for it. That's what the Spirit of God can achieve. Are you listening to me? Establishment of the gospel in Windsor. Strengthening of the work in Nigeria. Nigeria would be, our work in Nigeria would be a weapon in God's hand. In the name of Jesus. We would see, we would do ministries in villages. On your account. Even if it's on the account of your finances, be ready for it. To sponsor the gospel. Please, are you following me? Revival crusade. Evangelical exploits. I'm speaking prophetically. So when I start, if you don't say people can start, let your spirit connect. Match, match my zeal. That's what I want. Let's have matching zeal. It's more. If every single one of you preach to five people, or you preach to, if every single one of you preach to 50 people, at least if five of them get saved and they are coming to church next year will be greater. Because wherever we stay, it's going to be jam-packed with people. They will be trained and they will be sent out as well. We can have three branches. Solid men, growing, being taught the gospel, prayerful. This cultural barrier will disappear. <laughs> we have 100 people in church. 
hundred of at least ten of you will have one white friend to bring them to church. Are you listening to me? Cultural barrier will disappear. There's work, oh. Walk. There's work. By the spirit. So you have, you have to align. By the spirit. I'm telling you, wake up. Many of you need to wake up. Those of you in Nigeria, you need to hear this. Those of you that need to go to secondary schools, two, three of you, join together. Start those meetings. Some of you, is the front of your father's house you need to use. Start doing house fellowship. I'm seeing, I'm seeing raw, traditional, core gospel. You open podcast, open podcast, preach on Insta. You've not done it. Please go on the street and start talking to people. Are you listening to me? All this I preach with relationship, it doesn't work. It works, but there's gospel. Preach. Sharpen yourself. Own your graces. Watch videos on how to evangelize. The reason why you are scared is because you are, you are not prepared. Prepare yourself. Don't miss any evangelism Saturday this year. Everybody's going to have a quarter for 1,000 souls. And I can assure you, your quarter is not, it's not going to be less than 15. Because if we're going to preach to 1,000 people, each of us has to preach to at least 20 people. If more people join us. 20 will not even be enough. Are you listening to me? So you have to be ready for your quarter. You have a stake God's move. Either he to it or abandon it. This is not a of me begging. This is you and God. That's what the Lord told This is you and God. He has given you the spirit. Partner with the spirit to see these things fulfilled. What do you need? Training to train you. Boldness, you have the Holy Ghost. Some of you need to pray about it to, 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 to develop a zeal for it. If you don't pray about souls, you cannot be passionate for souls. Are you listening to me? Don't pray about souls, you cannot be passionate for souls. We prayed about Windsor for many months before I came here in praying. So, when I was busy preaching to some of you people and saying this, this, we're praying every Monday. That's sitting for nations. Amen. Number two, I'll say this. Number one, it's going to be establishments for ministry and institutions for the gospel. Anything about words, if it's for you, catch it. Institutions for the gospel, NGOs, different hands, many. <laughs> Many I'm telling you, Catholic Church will fund many at the special grace of God. I'm not doing Malawi this thing, we travel there and be taking who save who save souls, amen. Save souls. Go to Ontario, hold hot Holy Ghost meetings. Those who have been for hot fire, we meet them with fire. Go to London, hold meeting. Start something that the Lord do economy of hell. Start to connect with every person burning on fire and ready for Jesus all around Canada until we can do something massive that will change the trajectory of the work here in Canada. That the gospel will prevail like never before in Canada. I will not just be the minority. The gospel will spread fast here in Canada. I will think big. Big. I came back with a grace to take Canada and I'm not playing with it. 
You either catch fire with me or you burn. <laughs> Amen. I know what I was saying. You know. so, assignment and responsibility attracts grace. Do you hear that? Number two, God wants to assure you of order your life by His Spirit. That's all I said was part of it. So this is two. And I'll tell you what this means. I'll say number two again. God wants to assure you of order in your life by His Spirit. I'll tell you what this means. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. Before the word was spoken, the Bible says, the Spirit of the Lord over, over the Before you see any mighty move of God, you always see the Spirit present. The Spirit always goes before and when God is saying, you're going to experience partnership with the Spirit, it means He's going to cause order in your life. Are you listening to me? It's going to cause what? Order. The Holy Ghost is going to cause order in your life. Everything that is chaotic will receive order. Your finances will receive order. Your marriage will receive order. Your relationships will receive order. Your academics will receive order. In the name of Jesus order by the spirit you are not confused in this new year you are not frustrated in this new year the holy ghost is your advantage the holy ghost is your advantage in the name of jesus the holy ghost is your advantage so the lord said i should tell you this is your advantage no on and off no on and off once things look scattered the holy ghost will be your comforter in the name of jesus Number three, God wants to assure you of empowerment and authority by his spirit. Don't worry, we're close to the end. Or shall I stop and not tell you what it's God said? I thought some of you. <laughs> God wants to assure you of empowerment and authority by his spirit. Walk in the presence of God. Some of you, the last person that heard about your problems in 2023 is God. 2024, God wants to be the first. He wants to show you that he can take care of you. You give him your lifetime. Are you listening to me? Empowerment. Authority. Like you saw with the ark. God wants to do that with your life walk into those situations that look scary the storm seeds on the account of your partnership with the spirit in the name of Jesus more signs more wonders in the name of Jesus do you believe you've never given a word of knowledge before you see it in this year never given a word of wisdom before you see it this year your prayer life changes this year you heal the sick in the name of Jesus. Uh-huh. Some of you don't believe. You heal the sick in the name of Jesus. Walk the present. Number four. God wants to assure you of sponsorship by the Spirit. God wants to assure you of what? What can you do with partnership with the Holy Ghost? The spirit of the Lord was upon Elijah. He outran a chariot. 
What can you do with sponsorship? Everything you do sponsored by the Spirit. Everything you lay your hands on, you will just see unexpected coincidences. Things will just align in your way because you are in God's will. Are you listening to me? Dynamic spread will happen in your life. God wants to teach you how to partner with him for massive influence. Some of you are thinking too small. Can you think bigger? And let the visions of God fund it. Let the sponsorship of the Spirit fund it. Have you asked for the nations? What, what have you asked for? Have you ever asked for your roommate? God, help me save this one first. Can you think be and trust in God to sponsor you? Are you listening to me? Of your you need to tell God that God just give me money and see what I'll do for you. God will just sponsor you. Are, are you listening to me? God wants to sponsor you big time. God blesses a man. Even cannot respond. Are you listening to me? It responds. God wants to sponsor you. Amen. More angelic impressions this week. People that don't know you will hear your name and come and ask of you. Sponsor you. I told this story in Lagos Church. I said, I was here on my office in my work. Five people were telling another person about me that, ah, this thing you want to do, why not do it, Pastor Mike? Why not? Something like grace I received from my spiritual father. People, there's a lady that told me, she said, Pastor, every time I'm not doing things right, I see you in my dream. It's not me, I'm in my house. <laughs> angels of the Lord doing their thing. Not once, not twice, not three times, not four times. There's again one issue. She said, Pastor, said, I was doing a Udemy course that has taken me three months. He said, I saw you in my gym and I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you scolded me. And he said, it's common. It's going to translate. Because the Bible says, there's a strange servant to the believer. It's going to translate and it's going to work for your benefit. In the name of Jesus. Just these strange coincidences. Just going to meet somebody. Hi. Oh, what job do you do? Oh, graphic design. Oh, wow. I have a company. I'm looking for someone. Oh, let me help you. Get it. Are you listening to me? Strange coincidence by angelic intervention. In the name of Jesus. Listen, it's not because air will not be off that you have advantage. That's what the Lord told me to tell you. You have advantage. And you will know that things are different. Since come, some of you are ready. Right? This year you go with speed. In the name of Jesus. Supernatural sight. Supernatural insight. You know the right ventures to put your hand in. And you know the ones to take your hands off. Finally, God wants to assure you of speed by his spirit. You walk, you run, fly by the Holy Ghost. Do you believe? Rise up to your feet, everybody.